0: hello 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 good day good evening good morn wherever you are welcome back to blacker couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for the penultimate episode of charmed on the cw season 4 episode 12 be kind rewind written by blake taylor directed by Stuart gillard I gave this episode an 8.8 out of 10. I thought it was a really strong comeback from the previous episode. And I think the last about 10 to 15 minutes was uh, some of the best. um, The best uh, acceleration of plot and the stakes of what is actually happening. As well as the realization of what anara it was intara the other one right did <laughs> to uh, all of the humans on the planet that we started to feel some sort of dread in regards to just what has occurred and i feel like up until that point it was rather understated but once the turn happened it was on it was on and popping from then So before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, go down to the rating section, drop me some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for the finale, which will be airing June 10th, blackercouch at gmail.com. So this episode how do we want to break it down i think we can go sequentially because no one really broke off other than for a a small period of time we begin the episode basically because they didn't have the rights to cindy lopper's girls just want to have fun that's the song i imagine was what maggie was dancing to because she was so offbeat on the one that was playing so i'm just gonna reimagine that scene in my mind to the proper song i want to give big props to the costume department because i was feeling the throwback to clueless i mean it was pretty much all of maggie's outfit with a little bit of (laughs) a little bit of uh oh my god i forgot the other girl's character i forgot both of those characters but you know what i'm talking about so of course they go out looking like skittles spreading the rainbow they go to safe space because out of all the places in the world that's where we're gonna be at but (laughs) That's just me being unnecessarily nitpicky. However, it seems as if she did come through with her her promise to everyone that all of the magical creatures would be taken care of, except the ones that, you know, died.
1: Why am I still getting hate?
0: Because everyone has meaningless jobs, such as pushing a, mare, a mail carrier that can can send mail magically and there's also some type of creature in there so your job is just to basically watch the creature as it does its job Mm. okay that was kayla's job (laughs) maggie was a magical door dasher (laughs) and mel was a janitor with a magical mop that she had to chase around and i will say her chasing that mop was just so (laughs) ridiculous (laughs) for no reason (laughs) but i enjoyed it nonetheless it also just had me in the mindset of harry potter as i'm sure someone thought of because everyone in that uh, in the household of the weasley house they would everything would clean itself i'm clearly just pulling from the dredges of my harry potter recall right now but that's what i remembered from that and just as we see the star of the show anara who is dressed in all white like she is somehow the angel of this new improved paradise that she has created where everyone is brainwashed and lacking any true memory she comes out and greets her fans in fashion and has jordan as her secretary <laughs> there's a bedroom somewhere in the command center because otherwise where do you sleep some curious people would like to know (laughs) maybe no one sleeps except no we saw maggie clearly waking why is jordan her secretary it does not matter out of all the people in the world she's like you know what you I could actually see that now that i really give it some deep thought because he is all across the board known as that guy she gets a flash while she's there something she shared with jordan and we see the the teapot that dev gifted kayla (laughs) which means i got to hear oh kayla once again and kayla comes home and seeing this reminder of her grief is snapped out of the spell because that's what they do on rick and morty when everyone was brainwashed in their happy world they had a lot of uh a lot of pop culture references in this episode that i appreciated it also gives you a clear indication of how much television (laughs) i have devoured since i'm so on top of it from there kayla uh, recalls that they failed in their mission and then harry shows up and says no
1: we lost that round but it's not over yet you get ready for the next one
0: let's talk about my boo harry <laughs> other than the obvious he has been cracking me up these last episodes because he has turned so damn nonchalant and callous <laughs> just offhandedly callous she over there crying <laughs> even though it was filmed. she was like no she looked up like god jesus are you talking to me and then he comes around the corner why didn't she just get up that is how a normal person will react when someone suddenly pops up and you over here crying in the damn corner like what the fuck you doing here nigga identify yourself who the fuck are you and then he just put his hand on her shoulder and then he starts rummaging through and explaining I was in a different universe. It's been like a year. Excuse me, bitch. I'm starving because I have not had any decent food. So instead of grabbing something like hand goods, I'm going to just grab whatever I can put in my mouth at this point in time. You know, I heard your boyfriend died. Never met him. Never cared. <laughs> he offers no condolences. even when she said maybe not the same let's just bring back dev and he was like eh let's bring back macy oh believe me i've tried (laughs) he said i'll rewind that tape several times (laughs) he did say both but he only in his voice cared about one person like i don't know that man he is not significant to me at all uh and he says look you can do it i believe in you just believe in yourself this is all the pep talk i can give you because she's gonna sense my presence and if i'm to help in a moment that actually matters i need to save the holes on this punching card i like the way they find different creative ways to transport or teleport is that the correct word for it Uh, that is a detail i enjoy and he's out in deuces he says you gotta wake up mel and maggie and she did that shit with the quickness here here's your sister named macy she's dead
1: hello darkness my old friend
0: i've come to talk with you again
1: because a vision softly creeping
0: so it takes a minute for all of your emotions and everything that's happened to come back they're devastated by the fact that not only did they lose they don't have any powers in which to fight Anara back uh Out of all the things, you're going to draw a martini because she said she really needed a drink right now. Bitch, I'm trying to get drunk. 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 Kayla takes the moment to say that I have two sisters that I love and care about. I lost my way. I'm back. They're like, girl, it didn't even need to be said, but I know you needed to say it. But we know. We know that scene may have came after they start to be concerned about the humans and the fact that they have not seen any humans around in the time frame that they have been brainwashed even though they're certain that they should have seen them Kayla wants to check on her parents Mel and Maggie go to check on Ray they see that his things are still there as if he left in a hurry they go outside find this mug he always takes his coffee outside in the back garden kayla also didn't find her parents but she found <laughs> the rings hanging on some bushes are they sentient that would be even worse because the horror sets in as they see ray's glasses slanted in exactly the way ray would wear them on his face except it's a tree that is presented in front of them and they realize holy shit she's turned all of the humans into plants oh my god wow oh my god i feel like that would have been the pers- uh, perfect advert when they looked up and the, it was somehow the golden gate or the brooklyn bridge i don't even know which bridge that was no they're in seattle so it was the golden gate bridge that 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 was uh accurate my apologies geography is not the strong suit up there with math uh but it still would have been a great advert for earth day (laughs) like happy earth day bitch (laughs) so then they realized okay no this shit is real we need to seriously change things back to the way they were because this is horrible that's when she realized oh shit maggie that is we've lost our powers before and we drank this thing called black amber because it's from the tree of life that's in the command center that we that we completely forgot about even though our sister's totally in there and where the fuck is um candace mcclure is what i would like to know she has a lot to answer for her other sister popped out when need be but the other one and she was looking for somebody she's sneaky as fuck where's she at you got some things to account for especially since jordan laid it all out for us about the fact that her sisters really fucked her over it was like you know what you you kind of evil let's go ahead and lock you up sentient for all of eternity (laughs) to suffer (laughs) didn't think to revisit that decision at all and now we learned a little bit later that anara can't even change what she has done they decide to recruit jordan because they're gonna need to find a way to get into the command center that is guarded by a blood hex so they're going to need some blood from her and the person that is closest to her is Jordan. Maggie said I'll take care of that because we need more Maggie and Jordan. I see what y'all was doing and I'm not accepting your apology this soon after what you put me through last episode. I will not have it. <laughs> I don't know why you felt the need to to shoot in the foot of what you had good going even if it did have all of the emotional the emotional baggage that came with seeing her uh watch Jordan die I felt like she almost deserved it but to say that that is what you needed to have a wake-up call means that you yourself are not worthy but we saw them bump into each other earlier and she ends up well she put the purses in front of him and i'm not sure what it was maybe it was herself that caused all this trauma to him like i didn't get what it took to wake him up <laughs> and if she's the cause of all this trauma that's even whor- that's worse so he is really freaked out by the fact that all of the humans are dead on the planet him being you know newly into this i'm a magical being type person he's still looking out for his og uh homeo sapiens and he ends up having a panic attack and she's able to walk him through it she is happy to finally return the favor because she's calm at this time tells him what the plan is he ends up going to talk to anara and he uses the letter opener to get the blood he remembers being a boxer because they make a joke about it he heals her she's clearly suspicious maggie is not hiding very well and i have no idea how anara was unable to detect her presence at all even when jordan clearly looked over and said no (laughs) shouldn't they to at least peek over in that direction where she was clearly not hidden behind any type of uh, appliance that would contain your whole entire frame but she's then chases him down after he gets the the knife to her because they use the purses they name drop abigail or as we like to remember her fondly abafail and then she starts to torture him for information about how he got his memories back and who possibly he is working with she begins to actually listen to him and that shows the power that Jordan has in the magical community in his own right just because he's such an outstanding human being and magical creature and he's a white lighter so he is effectively one of the last of the kind and they didn't have his powers looking bootleg this episode so maybe they just retcon that shit as well maybe now that all magic has been sucked back into one person and now it can be divided out he doesn't have to have bootlegger or that was maybe what she corrected. It was like, you don't get bootleg. Bootlegger. You don't get bootleg powers no more. You're a full white lighter, sir. Wow, we could have had that in season five. <laughs> but he is actually, or she's hearing him out when he tells her, look, you have done something against the will of other people, you've killed the entire human species she's like yeah well we would have never been able to coexist and he can't even deny that completely it's like i'm not even going to argue that point what about what you did to your own people bro and she reveals in that moment like this was a one-time thing so even i can't reverse what's going on he actually sees the inside of her which is what he was able to do earlier in the season with the one guy that was disillusioned is you know i'm seeing it from your perspective i get it you were fucked over by two people that you had a respect for even if you don't consider them your sisters anymore and what they did to you whatever you was gonna do was dirty and i understand that but then she realizes because he looks at the magical screen again without no no type of uh covertness at all and she is able to put him in a containment field as she realizes that the vera house is where it's on and popping because the sisters kayla and mel have decided to use a crock pot and make the ingredients they need themselves Maggie shows up. She's clearly concerned about Jordan because she had to leave him behind. The last missing piece is desire. And thus, they decide to want to put the world back to the way it was when they know that that was not an ideal situation. Even I was like, Really? Is that what we're going with? So I'm glad that it did not work. Maggie gets upset and says, Well, maybe if you didn't cockamamie this whole entire thing but uh mel thinks that you need to show some respect because we did the best that we could with all of our magical supplies taken and you didn't put that into account i really like kayla in this episode how she very much was the and is and has been the uniting force for the sisters to say you know when mel got frustrated hey no you can do this i believe in you later on with maggie like you got this your sister believes in you i believe in you she's very much keeping them on track and when they start to argue she says guys come on last time i checked Nara was the bad guy here and they realize that they are starting to fall into the sisterhood pattern I just thought that it was a very reasonable spat considering the stress of the situation (laughs) and then they realized that they got their desires wrong and that they don't want to go back to the world they actually want to go back and have a better world and this time the spell is successful Harry shows up like uh she's on to you time to go hang on to me and he uh, gets them away just as the shows back up. And whisks them away just in time to go back to their video store. Where he says, look at the funeral, I found some static. Static is good because that means it's a turning point or a changing point. It's not cemented in time yet. So we can go back and change all of this shit. They then ask, who's the blonde broad over there? They're like, yeah, that's just Diana. She's like, don't worry about me. <music> to get Anara out of the command center, they decide to play the Tally Man because he terrorized so many people something about collective terror whatever it works it distracts anara because now she has to put everybody systematically or separately under a different type of magical spell which allows them to get into the command center jordan's fucked up he continues to be fucked up seeing him in the the fetal position did not make me feel good maggie hugs him he's like no i'll watch you go do what you gotta do because he's always that damn ride or die they finally get to the tree drink the black amber and decide to go save the world except the first thing that meets them is an electrical shock of nope you got knocked the fuck out man question why could not you just pick any power i wonder if that was an option <laughs> though i have to say the mimicking powers aren't the worst and it did help us out in the situation unfortunately mel takes a shrapnel through the chest and she is definitely dying not only that uh jordan is able to temporarily trap anara by using one of her charms on her necklace i love that kayla immediately understood what he was putting down and finished the spell even as you know uh maggie was distracted by mel being so mortally wounded uh this of course is even worse (laughs) because (laughs) um poor poor jordan when he said just breathe that shit was devastating to me to watch and i'm mad they got me in the feels when i don't ship this relationship currently then mel dies after she tells her look you can do this you can take my time powers uh which she gives to her and you can still do what needs to be done by sending them a message back to that point while well, they figure that out later and then harry shows up and tells them they have to go gets them to the the house then destroys the switchboard leaving himself alone with Anara. and he's like so it's just you and me now she's like no it's just me and why he go out like that because that shit was g as fuck i wonder if he said look i'm not going out like no bitch i'm about to put my hands out <laughs> like i have no regrets and i'm about to meet macy so bitch you doing me a favor
1: they say i walk like a king talk like a king you can act around now say the same thing they chasing the fame they all want the name the thing got what's running through these veins say i walk like a king talk like a king talk- around now
0: say the same thing they the thing. maggie and kayla get to the backyard maggie starts to freak out because everyone's dead and she doesn't know anything about being a time witch but kayla tells her look have faith in yourself once again and despite the fact that we might not be able to take ourselves back in time maybe we can take or send something back in time and this got me all flash feeling as you leave a a i forgot what they call it in the flash but they end up leaving a videotape because why not i thought that was not appropriate in 2022 because ain't nobody got no fucking vcr you should have just sent a compact or a a, a, a a dvd okay of everything that they know to try to prevent at dev's funeral uh, when Des funeral is taking place before anara shows up and kills both of them uh, they do hold their hands and say i love you before being taken out of the universe then you see how showing up at said funeral late as she was <laughs> and she ends up finding the tape called save the world uh so I'm sure everything will be put back to its rightful place. Somewhat of its rightful place. And I like the fact that we might get another recap of that Mel and Roxy scene. Cause that is that is uh what I would like to see. I said last episode of the show, I meant like of this season. <laughs> of course Macy was the ship of the show. And that is the end of my thoughts on the penultimate. We do got a lot of feedback this week, so let's hop on into the mailbag.
1: Hi, Christina. I hope you're doing well. I am having a great vacation um but you know I had to not miss my um sending you my feedback and my thoughts on the episode of charm because I feel like this has been a tradition we've had for the last few seasons that I don't want to miss um but I'm here to give my review of charm season 4 episode 12 um I think this is probably one of my favorite episodes, and what made this one of my favorite episodes is really the last ten minutes of the episode itself. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I guess let me let me just start off with the things I did not like because there were like a, a couple of things I didn't like, and they're petty, and I just want to get it out the way before I go into like what I really 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 love. So what I did not like was the opening and us seeing Maggie dancing in her bedroom. You're probably wondering why. Well, Maggie has annoyed me because of her relationship with Jordan the last few episodes that I have decided she is my least favorite sister, even though she did a good thing at the end by, you know, getting, you know, I'll get to that part. But anyway... I just didn't like that. I don't think we need to see Maggie dancing. I don't want to see any of Maggie dancing. Like it made me cringe as much as it, as much as like seeing somebody sing on a TV show. Now I'm not saying she's a bad dancer. She's not, but just her character itself I'm annoyed with. And so that's why I'm hating. Okay. I just want to get that part out the way. Um, The other thing is this, you know, villain of the season I'm a little annoyed at the job she gave each of the charm ones. Why was Michaela the male woman? Why was Maggie the personal assistant? And why was Mel the cleaning lady? I am very irritated by this this evil charm one and I don't like how she's doing my girls, okay? All right. Listen, they they should have had better jobs, okay? If you wanted to distract them so much, you could have given them like, I don't know, make them the president of the United States or the United Magical Com- Community or or something else so that they had to be busier with their job. I'm not I'm not saying that those jobs are not meaningful cuz they definitely are, but what I am saying is she didn't have to do my girl's like that, okay? So those are the only two things within this entire episode that I did not like. But let me just get into everything else. So I I love how they keep connecting everything they being the showrunners and the show writers are doing a great job of just tying in Every single thing from the previous seasons, like how, you know, we find out the charm ones they don't have their powers, but how Mel had the epiphany. Well, we were the charm ones, then we weren't the charm ones, then we were the charm ones again. And how it kind of tied back into season two when they lost their powers and they got it back through the Black Amber. So I just love these little things of connecting the dots and like tying in how, you know, season two actually mattered, season one actually matters, season three actually mattered because you get those things being brought back in a, a meaningful way this season. So I, I really love that. Um, I actually enjoyed the villain. The Evil Charm one, I think she's probably their best villain out of the entire series. I think she's the best villain to date. Um, And I, I really enjoyed how, you know, she is trying to make this utopia world and 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 only have magical creatures in but there's no humans and instead all the humans are turned into trees and also to ensure that she has this utopia in place she's like removing all the bad memories of everybody so that they all have good memories they don't remember what's happened beforehand and they're just living in this like fake fairy tale world and honestly i think she's like enjoying living like a goddess living like a a ruler and and feeling like her cause is actually bringing good to the world because there's no chaos there's no humans magical creatures can roam freely and be who they are also props to the costume designer because i think they've done a better job of showing you know these magical creatures look a little bit more like magical creatures and not like, oh, you just did like a little bit of painting on some of these peop- people, i.e., the owl lady. Um, so I, just giving them a little props for that. Um, I I think I've also enjoyed. Uh, I, I've enjoyed Jordan. Like Jordan again, he never disappoints. He never ever disappoints. Um, and I guess I'm just gonna get into it. Jordan dying jordan getting killed by this charm one like i think i think this is probably one of the saddest episodes as well because everybody was dying like jordan sacrificed himself just so that the the women the charm ones had a chance to escape and and all that stuff and then he ends up dying and then mel you know she oh man she was on the wrong side meaning like she should have been closer to her sisters i think but she got stabbed and died and then Harry comes in at the last minute, which can I just say, Harry is back to my old Harry. I love it. I love him for that and how he is really a protector of the girls. And he's like, I'm here for you. i am got your back. I may not be your white lighter, but I'm going to be your white lighter. And so I-, I appreciate how he was able to just help the girls, you know, one, take him to where he's been hiding for apparently a year because we got this year long time jump. So I'm glad that we got to see Harry and kind of his storyline tie in to kind of the bigger picture. Um, And I was really thrilled to see, you know, him actually giving the girls a little bit of hope just through the tapes and knowing that not all of the tapes have an ending and that some of them just go to static and that there's still hope and how he's actually been coming in at the right moments to like really check on the girl. He's been their guide again um he helped Michaela to get her memory back and inspired her to you know help the other charm ones get their memories back so I just I just love how Harry has grown and also the part where you know they started talking about time travel and you know Harry was like listen I looked at all the tapes I would love to bring Macy back like I would love to go back down that that road of hey let's get her back come on let's bring her back but we can't and so I I I Though I'm sad that, you know, Madeline was not able to come back and chose not to come back, I do think that at least it's closure. And that the sisters know, hey, we can't bring anybody back. We can only go back to this one particular moment, but nothing prior to, like, change the fates of others. Just because there will be consequences. So, kind of, you know, just Harry overall, I think, has done a great job. And just jumping back when he, you know, comes back for the last time to, like, really help Michaela and Maggie escape. After Maggie, you know, borrowed Mel's powers. I just thought this is a good way for Harry to go out. Like, I'm glad this is his way of going out. Now granted they are going they're doing a time travel so some people are going to come back to life i'm assuming but i'm just saying for what we got now i enjoyed harry's arc in that that regards um in addition i also enjoyed just like uh, i think the sisterly connection i think this season by far has been the best sisterly connection we've gotten with them and I love that they're all acknowledging that they're sisters you know that's been a thing for me this entire season and I'm satisfied I can go into the afterlife in peace so I am good um I I, I'm I'm so sorry Christina I'm like really all over the place because I just finished the episode and I am just still in shock and awe and usually I'll record the episode like maybe a day or two later or not record episode, but record my feedback a day or two later. But this episode did it for me. Like I was, I was blown away. I think for me, I give it like a 20 out of 10. That's just me. And maybe I'm like in the minority here, but I will accept that. Um, So kind of going back to my, my point with, you know, Maggie and Michaela are the sole survivors of the charm ones. And I loved, I love just how they're integrating all of their powers, their new powers into the season so we're kind of seeing them use it more frequently so that towards the end they're kind of pros at it and they're able to like really use it in a meaningful impactful way so for instance i love michaela you know her manifestation power i think is probably one of my favorite powers and i'm glad that she was able to like use it to actually you know draw a tape and I actually wonder one one question I do have is girl did you like manifest all your memories into that tape as well as you were drawing it instead of just drawing like a random blank tape which if you did kudos Michaela getting stronger love that um but I'm I'm I think it was a brilliant idea that she did all that and also just that that um Sarah Jefferies the actress who plays Maggie again I'm not a fan of Maggie this season but her acting and those tears be on point and i I applaud her for that so I'm giving her her props okay I'm not giving her an Oscar I'm giving her like a daytime Emmy maybe just a regular Emmy but she did those tears and I appreciate that and I give her that for this entire series like she she knows how to do the waterworks at the right time and so I I just appreciated how like she was able to get control of else time powers and actually send the tape back and again going back to that evil charm one who's our who's i think the best villain of all time i just love how she's coming here and she's taking no prisoners she's like listen you are not gonna just mess up my utopia i'm gonna kill every single one of the charm ones and she did it she killed all of the charm ones and their white lighters as well and um I'm I'm a little excited. I'm just like very excited for next season because I did see the trailer and I'm not going to say too much on the trailer, Um, but I just I thought this was a very well done episode. I'm trying to think, you know, also, I'm glad that they got their powers back. I already mentioned that my feedback is probably all over the place. And Christina, I am so sorry, especially given that I'm rambling. Um, I'm sad that next week is the last episode that we're going to get of Charmed, but I'm, I have high hopes for it, especially given that there is going to be a crossover with the OG Charmed ones, even though the, those actresses aren't going to reprise their roles, but they're probably going to go somewhere just to connect them since they're not getting a fifth season and kind of to tie that storyline up with um that other white lighter woman that harry's been hanging out with but anyway i just wanted to say that i thought the episode was great i think the the i think we got a lot in this episode and i think one of the things i I appreciated is we got a lot more sister time and them working together them working through their problems um I kind of hate when Mel and Maggie fight at this stage because, you know, listen, I know you guys are sisters and I get it. I get it. Like sisters are, and siblings in general, they're not going to agree on everything. They're going to argue, they're going to fight, but you also got to save the world. Like try to put your differences aside. And I think they made up for that with me again, towards the end when Mel was telling Maggie to take her time power so that she can like help save the the world and, and fix this. And uh, just really good acting like I I, I enjoyed this um, I'm sorry my feedback makes no sense or if I'm all over the place I was just I'm very excited I think this was probably again one of my favorite episodes and the last 10 minutes for me just did it it it, it was a great great way to set up the series finale I think um, I'm looking forward to your thoughts and I'm so sad about next week but Christina, it's a pleasure to always listen to your feedback and to everyone else's feedback as well. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Have a great rest of your weekend and week as well. And I will do the same. And I look forward to hearing your feedback. Bye.
0: That was Boo Trevor with his thoughts on the episode. A, hey, your vacation looks so I've been on them Instagram photos. So jealous. So very jealous. Secondly, you were not rambling at all. I understood everything you were saying. Perfectly fine. <laughs> you were coherent. I understood it. It's probably feeling different on the other way, on the other side. But you, you was good. You good. I never think you ramble, even when you be thinking you rambling. I've deleted this email, and now I want to retrieve it. <laughs> that's totally not on topic at all but something that's bothering me currently okay i found it um in regards to your your feedback i feel like we're sharing the same brain which this sometimes tends to happen with me and mimi and shy but we'll literally say the same thing and i like to say that i am um you know influencing you (laughs) that's just that's 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 what i want to feel in the situation so that's how i'm gonna feel about the situation but same thing costume designer uh giving them the props for this episode yeah the little uh the owl that first person viewpoint i thought that was a nice touch and you're completely right those last 10 minutes like this episode was good i would have given it like an eight but then those last 10 minutes really really made everything that came before it have much more meaning and so yeah that was a huge turning point definitely when we found out everybody was trees it was like oh shit and if you're gonna do these type of episodes where they're one-offs or they're going to an alternate universe or things like that yeah you need to have stakes and they need to be high and you need to to put the audience through some emotions and they definitely did that i remember seeing the first flashpoint, or the first time that they went to a, the flash went to another world um one of the best parts of that storyline is things were so different and people were so different and you know they could have went so much further but i understand they probably just didn't have the time for that or so on and so forth and this is way more cohesive but yeah if you're gonna do story arcs like that but you know make some bold decisions because they're they get to be taken away <laughs> um i agree about maggie and the tears the character did get me emotional um with her responses to the deaths of her her boyfriend non-boyfriend and her sister i wouldn't say emmy daytime emmy Mm, more like a teen choice award <laughs> what's the other one that they give mtv is that still a thing i don't know but uh, emmy shit you trying to tell me she'd be in the same category as tandaway newton and that i will not have um you made some relevant points about harry i know i've been giving him a hard time lately not even really a hard time just more like (laughs) he feels like he has zero fucks to give and i'm not mad at it i'm just like hey this guy (laughs) just leave the house leave a grown man upstairs don't tell nobody (laughs) i'm still not over that still three weeks later um and i also agree that they are definitely definitely way more cognizant of the sisterly relationship than they have been in the previous seasons and that definitely shows especially and it made for that moment of them needing to be told hey we have an enemy we're not the like yeah i agree with that completely it wasn't necessary to have that additional conflict after they just had conflict last episode i look forward to your feedback for the finale and i i did not watch the trailer so i have no idea what to expect (laughs) and that's how i like it that's how i like it but enjoy your vacation because you are only making me more homesick or not homesick but eager for my own next we have a blast from the past jaylee who writes in and i did take a long ash drink of water before i begin because <laughs> i took a slight peek and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna need, need some water breaks because y'all know me and i'm uh, and I, you know i'm just gonna apologize beforehand it's early too <laughs> y'all know i can't read okay taps microphone is this thing on lalalal that's me saying that and i don't know that was supposed to be lol but don't ask me hey girl long time no feedback i was going to wait until the finale to send feedback on the whole season but this episode was really good so i figured why not let's start with the previous episodes during the break i kept going back and forth on whether or not i was going to continue and i decided i would I know you didn't watch the OG series, but Paige coming in in season four with some great television. I didn't know she was in it. (laughs) I wanted to give this show the same chance, especially since I knew the old showrunners were leaving. I had hoped it would be better for the most part. It didn't disappoint. I will say, however, the first couple of episodes of the season were a little boring to me. I wasn't sucked in or invested the way I used to be as the season progressed my enjoyment increased that's when everything started drifting into bittersweet territory i was upset that we couldn't have this return to form with macy the storyline and villains this season have been great and if they had got their ish together sooner we could have had it all it's true i'm going to run through my thoughts on the whole season real quick episode one not that girl likes kayla is amazing and a great addition to the show maggie continuing to be upset about macy and releasing that emotion through anger and deeming fighting mel and ruby being broken up i like ruby and mel needs friends oh i like ruby and mel needs friends their relationship was never meant to last as long as it did so i'm glad they found a way to end it as cleanly as possible harry's hot angsty phase <laughs> also uh jordan having powers and being a member of the magical world separate from his relationship with maggie and the sisters also just jordan in general i love him who can't he's he's pudding he's like my james hoden in the books not the show pudding the introduction to the story arc for the season in the middle the blue camellia with roxy I will say both the location and the character have grown on me Josefina, you know i was always on the fence about her i would have been it would have been nice if there was a storyline where they thought she could complete the power of three or even throw away line once she got her powers we never saw her use them again and that sucks i don't think i i was rather indifferent <laughs> dislike the time jump i'm gonna bring up the og show again so be prepared but in the og show the source of all evil sent the demon that ended up killing prue the eldest sister who died between the third and fourth seasons the first episode picks up a few days after this has happened we see her funeral and the grief and uncertainty surrounding her passing she was the leader of the group and considered the strongest one There are also several moments when Piper and Phoebe, the remaining sisters are alone and reflecting and you can feel and see how lost they are. Side note, I would have liked for more time to pass before they met their new sister, kind of how it did in this show, but that's neither here nor there. For this show, we don't see Macy's funeral. We don't see the process of Mel and Maggie drifting apart. We don't even see mel grieving at all really i can't remember what remember was it mel or maggie that liked to go into macy's room and we rarely see mel and maggie alone for longer than five seconds even though mel and macy weren't close it all it still would have been nice to see how the loss impacted her in some way i agree i would say it was lacking a little there (laughs) she's like it's it's done it's over it could even be something small just some representation that she was effective because it seemed like her hot girl summer was more in response to her breakup with Ruby not Macy's death. I know a lot of telling and not a lot of showing. I know that's probably fine for some who want the story to keep moving but I'm okay with the quiet moments. I sometimes prefer them. When their mom died they drifted apart which is understandable but that was because Mel was obsessed with proving she their mom was murdered and maggie was looking for companionship that she wasn't getting from mel uh why am i trying to shift yes i'm trying to shift up because i want to see I, I i'm so blind That's like the biggest thing i do this at work too i just make my screen way big i don't typically do it <laughs> in in this but i'm like you know what i bet you this be easier on my eyeballs if i was making this bigger that's what i just did and guess what it is uh back to the og show real quick it was the source that was the cause oh wait i think i skipped the thing yep they didn't know macy very long and it was clear she and maggie were closer than she and mel were what if that was something they argued about that would be interesting what if mel got attacked by a demon and got really hurt so that caused maggie's sadness to morph into anger and a demon vendetta to make sure she never lost another sister i would have taken a montage or something to show how the deterioration of their relationship happened over those six months maybe even saying the time jump for episode saving the time jump for episode two and having episode one be in the past right after macy's death that's a bear back to the og show real quick it was the source that was the cause of prue's death the sister spent the majority of season four trying to find a way to vanquish them she's trying to find a way to get me interested in this show <laughs> when they finally did it wasn't it just a great evil leaving the world it was also justice for prue's death that made the audience just that much more invested in the quest to defeat him we don't get that in this show the whispering evil is gone and there's nothing else to defeat to get vengeance for Macy's death not to say that they had to do that but I think it would have been a great way to reinforce the importance of finding the third sister and a goal they could rally together to accomplish also when they accomplish that goal it could be cathartic for the characters and the sisters okay let's pick up shall we number two episode you can't go home again this one was okay i wish they would come up with more creative vanquishes but whatevs episode three unlucky charmed mel and ruby stuffed i liked that we got an explanation for the breakup maggie and jordan stuff i love that maggie and jordan finally got together but this goes back to my dislike of the time jump we never got to see them as a happy couple something mimi me, complains about quite frequently and i agree with i can't remember if they had or if they said how long maggie was on her demon hunting kick but i feel like there had to be a period of time where they were good maybe a first date or movie night something we jumped right into them not being in the best place which is understandable but we spent two seasons on them almost getting together to the point i was like maybe they're better off as friends I think we deserve to see them happy for a little while at least also when maggie started beating that guy up i was cheering her on lol i know it's wrong but customers at my job suck and i would very much like to punch them in the face so i was living vicariously through her at the moment i can't disagree with that either number four uh ripples love dev love the creative problem solving love mel's power progression interesting way to move the season storyline forward with gym casting the gym casting which came back in this episode because apparently you don't have feet phones now you just have gym cast episode five the sisterhood of the traveling sandwich not a fan of this one to be honest kind of wish mel's i kept going back to the painting as she was sending them back Uh, i kind of wish mel's eye kept going back to the oh oh jordan was amazing (laughs) of course trying to help because he's awesome still not a big fan or big blue camellia fan the twist with sunny was unexpected and nice number six the tally man cometh literally just read the summary on wikipedia and i have no recollection of most of this episode (laughs) not gonna lie it was nice that ray showed up to help maggie jordan and dev are amazing as always moving on episode seven cats and camels and elephants oh my i like this one harry gave up his powers to whom exactly and where did he get the new ones if he starts to get black fingers on ev, <laughs> black fingers every time he goes into the veil what is the point of his new powers what if jordan isn't there to heal him that's true Kayla had her thumb cut off and kept pushing no one shed a tear i don't know how to feel about that lol maggie's power advancement stay superior just saying episode eight unveiled meh nice to see the og bos aka superior bos what does bos mean Mm, i probably know and it's just not coming to me right now those dolls would have come in handy a couple of seasons ago i like that ruby and mel did not get back together oh book of shadows (laughs) figured it out mel did not get back together i thought that that's what this was leading to and i'm glad it didn't dexter i always wondered why he died so young so i'm glad to get the answer number nine truth or cares this one was okay i like seeing maggie and dexter interact for the first time and ray be jealous being a jealous dad macy's stem cells being what connects them was a nice touch next it out number 10 interesting and painful dev died jordan could have checked his pulse or something (laughs) he didn't have to stop running when he was almost there the way kayla killed sunny yes please that was amazing her breakdown when she heard the kettle heartbreaking i remember nothing else number 11 divine sisters or secrets of the og sisterhood kayla running away makes sense when the og charmed caught up with her and then drugged her i thought we were going to get oh that's the old you one good to know uh we were going to get a flashback sequence i like the story but i would have preferred a flashback i'm sure it was a budget thing so i shall move on magic magic maggie maggie and jordan's relationship drama is becoming tedious honestly can't remember what mel was doing all I'm saying is, Anara was standing there for a minute before she lifted that bowl. <laughs> Where was the freezing or making it really hot? Where was Kayla drawing something real quick or Maggie trying to intercept her? They literally just stood there and held hands. They didn't even try to run for it. Like, do your leg, do your legs not work? now before we get to this current episode general season thoughts and critiques they don't use their powers nearly enough and they keep losing them every freaking episode i keep seeing posts about the budget but i feel like the writers and production team could get creative i don't know the season had a lot of telling and not a lot of showing i can't remember the episode but i remember maggie finding something important off screen i could be wrong about that I don't recall that. Harry tricking the leprechaun into helping him and Jordan was hot, but the rest of this story, his storyline, I could have done without. I understand he wanted to see or talk to Macy again, but giving up his powers off screen was weird. Agreed. The shorter episode count does make the story go faster with less filler episodes, but it's opening the door for a lot of hand wavy things. But see i can accept a few hand wavy things because i think the minute you start going in the supernatural you gotta accept the hand wavy things uh the blue chameleon roxy give me abby and abby's condo flashbacks sometimes i think the writers have been doing a good job to not let every problem or solution lead back to roxy specifically but they do frequently go to the bar when they are having a problem logistically i get it i would just like to see different places why didn't jordan get the full white lighter powers where is celeste i mean that's the real question where the fuck is celeste and candace (laughs) mcclear who runs safe space now i don't think i care about that maggie still is maggie still in school don't care about that does mel still work don't care about that does Kayla work do not care about that either <laughs> those are not burning those are valid questions is not burning questions for me lastly and most important the splitting up in every single episode I don't know how much about the rumors I, I don't know much about the rumors but if there was any truth to them it made sense that Mel and Macy were not together for the most part i can't be the only one that thought that a new character would bring more or all three of them together throughout the entire episode not just at the beginning and end that's one of the biggest things i missed from season one the time they spent together not related to the demon of the week or the season story arc Hmm. i could see that being a a complaint i think i think everybody knows me by now (laughs) um i'm like yeah I, I could totally be okay with just splitting up now to the latest episode i really liked it i of course would have preferred to see more of the world and their lives in the new world and now i created but budget i guess i i totally get that too I was like out of all the places we're here at safe space the same five places in you know it's the whole world but what are you gonna do it's always gonna be at the place in which (laughs) we're watching the show before they found ray i was wondering what was so wrong with the world she created but obviously humans being plants is not ideal that's just me you judged everybody by the same cloth and that is not okay because that's what your sisters did to you and yet no no villain ever 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 sees the irony it's just about you suffering the way i suffered at least darth vader showed up and obi-wan with a very clear intention like no nah, this is part two motherfucker where your ass about to get crispy um <laughs> before they found right oh, i already read that line i kind of wish the time jump was years later and the magical people were oppressing each other or it was true peace amongst everyone if other magical people started oppressing each other it would show that getting rid of humans didn't solve all of the world's problems right because you're still human you're just a magical being well i guess no some of them not so actually actually just scratch that what i just said if there was true peace the sisters would have to decide if they were willing to give that up just for humans to come back of course they would i also liked how smart anara was when she realized jordan had his memories back i also would have liked to know if she did something with her sisters in this new world did she do something like lock them up as revenge well she only probably would have got i bet you the other one went to the other one because apparently there's other worlds that you could go besides earth where this would not have been affected who the heck is diana i know she had said she's a white lighter but i can't remember anything else about her jordan once again coming through in the clutch have i mentioned that he's amazing because he is I love that devs kettle helped to break kayla out of the mind control but if eight months to a year had passed are you expecting me to believe the girl never used it right it wasn't hidden it was right in the cabinet who put it on was that (laughs) was that harry and if he did why did he why did he weirdly wait until she broke down and started crying i wonder what broke mail out of her trance because we all know it wasn't macy's (laughs) oh no i i could go with that one that's funny but uh i I mostly want to know what the fuck got jordan out of his (laughs) Uh, also if maggie had that picture she would know macy died right i'm wondering if the memory was altered somehow and remembering the irrelevant is what helped i like anara as a villain however at the end of the episode she showed she was willing to kill any and everybody why would she keep the sisters around and not just kill them i think that she tried to keep all people that were magical but yeah no why wouldn't you just that that's that's as much as i was trying to be play devil's advocate there i immediately just could not even get on board with that also she said that since she redid the ceremony and transferred the power of three to her why would the door open for them if they weren't the charmed ones anymore i think they just made a key to break the hex why would them drinking the black amber give them the power of three back because i think the black amber from the tree is the source of all magic and she only just got the power of three back is where i was going with that i could be wrong why did they need the power of three back if they weren't going to use it i think they did she just came out and said wa-pow, wa-pow. she was ready for them <laughs> they didn't even get to step out of that door before she busted them with lightning. <laughs> and then it's kinda like power of three against power of three, right? I really like the ending of the episode. I thought maybe Maggie would live and send herself back to the past or send Kayla back. I like that josefina will come back for the next episode to help them out. A nice way to end the series. Um overall I, I like or not nah, i like overall like i said my feelings for this season have been all over the place from interested to bored, from bittersweet to completely invested it sucks that it got canceled but the show has been a mess for a while they did a lot of general or a lot of great things this season but a lot of the problems i personally had with the previous two seasons were still there so i have little hope that season five would be anything more than me complaining about the same thing over and over again thank you for taking the time to read this long feedback <laughs> you're welcome and continue to do this podcast you're amazing oh i listened to your reviews of moon knight obi-wan kenobi and the flash i'm about to listen to your review of the batman to see what you thought of that movie i personally thought it was slow long and boring and that they did an o- did an okay job with batman for the most part with some glaring errors and a terrible job with bruce wayne Ooh, you, you probably do not like the Joker, then. <laughs> you would snack on like, well, I actually, I didn't think they did too bad a job with the Bruce Wayne. See, I like that's the part I I think a lot of the the comic readers like myself um, struggle with because they don't like that they've taken the halo. But I also think that you know some of these characters are written with the halo that doesn't translate to these times like i get it he doesn't need to be but that it brings a lore into it that's a little bit more complicated and interesting for for the characterizations like yeah i mean it makes sense bruce, bruce wayne's the richest man in the entire city the the question is always gonna be like well what did you do how much more do you do so coming up with these ideas to um to put a dent in that not completely shat on the character but make him human i think there's you know a human rich man a rich white man as well i i think that that's that's fair game to alter a bit and i think they've done it in both ways without in my opinion ruining the characterization of not bruce wayne i'm thinking of the father i'm so stupid I was thinking about um his daddy (laughs) you mean the oh his side of Bruce Wayne when he was yeah no I think that's the part because it's a three-parter so I thought it was well you'll hear my review (laughs) I'm talking you like I'm doing this review now but I'm curious uh of 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 your more thoughts on that if you care to share uh but i agree that it was long i did enjoy it though i enjoyed it a lot it's probably my best the best batman they've done in a while let me go before i go too far of course (laughs) also i'm finally done with school hooray so maybe i could try to keep up with your calendar again i have several vacations coming up but i'm going to try definitely check it out see if there's anything that tantalizes you can't wait to hear your thoughts peace And that is from Miss Jaylee. Mimi is going to give me a a parch break as she gives you her thoughts on the episode.
2: What I've seen, it's Mimi. This is my feedback for episode 12 of season four of Charmed. Um, I actually enjoyed this episode like a great deal. I I liked it from the beginning to the end. It and it makes me really sad that we're not going to get any more episodes after this finale um i feel like they were doing a good job of getting things in a place where they like they kind of fixed all the problems that had been going on in the previous seasons and they were actually coming they were doing some things and it looks like they were i maybe trying to revise the problems from before and getting everything in place to make season 5 a really good one But it also, they got me thinking that now I remember when, um, like the flash or all American, when I first like wanted to rewatch something, usually the shows that were on the CW would be on Netflix, but not anymore. The flash is still there. I don't know if it's, I know, I can't remember what, what year it was, but I remember reading something that says Netflix isn't gonna have the Flash anymore, um, and I I don't know. It's probably a process because they had a contract for a certain amount of time, but anything new on the CW goes to HBO Max. I know the the new the newest season of All American just went there, but All American Homecoming will be on HBO Max in on the 22nd of this month and Stargirl went to hbo max so i think they're probably trying to get everything from the cw over there now the only reason i bring this up is because i don't know if this is a possibility i probably just set myself up for fucking failure but i was thinking that it's possible that maybe hbo max will start streaming stuff and start making their like originals like i know hbo has a television um television shows like series like um euphoria and they had um game of thrones and all that stuff but because hbo max is a streaming service now i feel like maybe they will start de- like warping things maybe now i don't know how many people want charm to continue because a lot of people were really mad when macy's character was killed off and mad was like basically forced out because she didn't like the way she was being treated so I don't know if they have the strength and the fandom to get it moved somewhere else but with that being said I do like where it's going and it just makes me sad that after this next episode it's gonna be over and because they didn't know that it was gonna be over um they might not have wrapped things up in a nice little package it might have left some cliffhangers that we're never gonna know So I'm really sad about that. But um, the one thing I liked about this episode, (laughs) and it's kind of silly to even bring up, but I liked Maggie seeing Jordan die because, bitch, you didn't appreciate him. You didn't understand what you had. You saw him. He literally risked his life for you and your sister's because that's the type of person he is and you ma'am were being a bitch and now that Josefina has that VHS I'm hoping she rectify this when she get her man back because I'm gonna need her to do better um I know when this episode first started and the girls came downstairs all cheer cheerful with color coordinated like um Kayla all green Mel was wearing like I don't know like an orange suit and um maggie was wearing like a red little look like a clueless type outfit i was like what the fuck is happening bitches what why are y'all so happy and y'all just got y'all ass magically whooped like hard and then <laughs> as it see, I was like all these magical creatures i'm like oh wow Did they turn safe space into like a magical like place so that they, they all have like jobs like, that's kind of cool i guess this lady ain't that evil and and even though you know she's a bad guy that bitch can dress every outfit she had on i was like damn that shit is gorgeous even the suits that jordan had on the whoever did the the fashion ensembles in this episode need to get an award because that shit was on point every outfit these motherfuckers had on was on fire like love to see it um but all these magical creatures and them doing magic out in the open I was like okay this is cool I mean she's a dictator because she's the only one with power I was like so this can't be great but I like what she's trying to do and then when we realized that she got rid of all the humans I was like damn she ain't have to do that to us I don't want to be a fucking tree or a bush you know it's not my fault I ain't magical I've been trying to move things with my mind since I was a little girl and that shit ain't happened. if I have powers then bitches don't want to come out because I've been trying I told myself if I just try really hard my magical abilities would manifest it ain't never happened so you know I wanted to be a magical creature I'm just not it's not my fault I'm I'm a basic like why you gotta turn me into a tree and I'm mad like the tree still had Ray's glasses on that she was fucked up, but hilarious. Um, what else? Um, <laughs> the other thing when they when the girls got their uh, memories back and Mel was like, "Why is she make me the janitor?" I swear to you, I was thinking that same thing. And I was like, "Maggie, what is your job?" And she's like, "I'm an international Doordash." I was like, "She gave y'all some fucking lame ass jobs." <laughs> oh poor Michaela was the male girl like y'all couldn't even get a job outside of a space y'all own that bitch and they gonna make she gonna make you fucking the help <laughs> what an asshole but it did make sense that she wants to keep them close and i mean granted jordan's very smart he's a lawyer and he's magical but she ain't have to she ain't have to do that she ain't have to just steal that girl's man she was being petty I think, but this is, and this is honestly what I was thinking. I always thought the key to, to getting this heifer to not be so evil is to find her sisters and have them apologize. Because I mean, after being on earth and thinking about what you did for fucking 10,000 years, you have to see the wrong in your, in in your decisions. Like I can't imagine now that they look back and be like, yeah, we went a little hard. We could have done something different. We ain't have to lock you in a cave for ten thousand years. Like, make them apologize to her so she ain't so fucking mad. And I ain't even mad at her for being mad. I would be mad too. Like you bitches went so far left. You did not have to do that. All you had to do was either take her magical powers, bind them so she can't use them, talk her off the ledge, or even compromise. Like what she she's saying that magical creatures were mistreated. And they and they have been. Even people in Salem witch trials, those I bet you every person they killed was not a witch. Because think about it. If I had magical powers... Sorry, I was interrupted. Back to what I was saying. If I had magical powers and I was in a Salem witch trial, y'all bitches couldn't get me. I would glamour myself. I would illusion myself. Use a protective fire spell. Y'all bitches ain't about to kill me. So I'm sure all those like people that were murdered weren't real witches but it was de- dematized like e- stigmatized everything about being magical and having powers is like evil like that's there that was their answer for everything so i get where she's coming from but i also feel like if you say like you can't just kill every human all humans ain't bad like what are you doing like you you can't just only have magical creatures <laughs> and then like look at the the like we can, we only saw um Seattle but like it looked like a wasteland it can't be that many magical creatures around um also uh harry going through all those tapes and like him like figuring out that the static was like undecided that was pretty cool and i loved how he used that um singing um i think they're called kettles um when it steamed and it sang kayla like it to bring her back with the grief of losing dev that was really cool that was really like I, I love that scene and the actress that plays kayla really she's a really good actress and i'm gonna be i'm sad we only got a year of her because she is so awesome i really hope she gets in other stuff in america so we can see her be great um also, and this is just a side note, when Maggie brought Jordan out of the amnesia spell, like, how come he was like all these people? Like, how come we never hear him talk about his family? I mean, we know his dad was black, cause he, or his mom was black, and his dad was white. But, and his dad's dead. Only reason I know his dad's white is because he was cursed. The whole family's cursed because of his great-great-grandfather but his mama ain't his mama alive am i forgetting something like how come you don't ever talk about her how come you don't ever go see you know what maggie i'm going to my mom's house like how come how come you don't ever talk about her and how come he don't ever use his law degree those are all questions i'd be randomly thinking that's neither here nor there i just really enjoyed this episode i know i'm forgetting some stuff and uh where's ruby ruby wasn't there ruby has she's a witch i wonder what happened with ruby hmm she wasn't there but I am interested in this last episode because um Josefina found the tape and it said how to save the world and she was she was running late to the um funeral memorial service I remember them saying Josefina's running late (laughs) I'm like girl I'm gonna need you to get off CPT time wait yeah that's how you say it (laughs) um it's a freaking funeral girl you need to be on time but now it makes sense you was running late but you was later and we didn't see you because you had was watching this vhs you probably had to go figure out where she was gonna find a vh vhs player i mean we had one that i got rid of but that mug was dusty as hell like you can't even find we had actually we have one now because darren's mom used to she kept all of her dvd D VHS's that Derek used to watch when he was little with all the like Disney movies. So I think we have that somewhere in storage. But that thing would be dusty. I would have to like blow in it to get all the dust out. <laughs> I don't even know where she's gonna find something to play that damn VHS. But hopefully Maggie did it right because Mel died before she could follow through with her plan. And Maggie had to use her powers and then they both died that girl is really fucked up in the head she really thinks she's doing something by giving everybody amnesia I mean everybody's a villain to somebody I guess in her mind she thinks she's doing the right thing but anyway like I said I'm sad that we're not going to get any more charm because it was really starting to get good these last several episodes I've enjoyed so this episode we saw was like reminded me of like why i started watching charmed even the first one before this reboot so oh, just sad hopefully some other sci-fi show comes out remember to watch at least the first episode of that tom swift i never watched uh uh nancy drew but i guess he's a character a spinoff character for her but so far that first pilot episode was pretty good and i was enjoying myself so i think it'd be worth um, to watch, um, it's I'm not sure if it's sci-fi yet, but I think it might be based off what is happening. It's like futuristic, but definitely has the possibility to be sci-fi. So, anywho, I'll end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, a black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out.
0: That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. Don't have too much to add. You covered all of my bases for the most part. Um, I expected to be a lot more visceral anger towards Maggie, but it looks like only me and, and Trevor are in the petty section today. It's okay, we'll be besties in the petty section. I, I, I literally high-fived the air like you were standing right there. Uh, she did kill the babies and the children. She didn't think about the babies and the children. What did they do to you? They did nothing be one thing if you let them live but shit no it wouldn't be one thing that would just be another thing (laughs) because all those innocent folks that probably be like oh magic this is amazing um it's definitely an option that she just completely didn't acknowledge did jordan graduate with his degree i can't i think that he did and then he was supposed to open up that practice downstairs and he was supposed to be doing work there yeah they completely just dropped that whole storyline i think they could have possibly had an opportunity to go back and try to reincorporate that or maybe they just like you know what it's better if we have him as more of a a mediator in the magical community between the charmed ones and other magical beings which i'm totally fine with that they do know do need to drop lines in though like one or two you know what i decided that this is my true calling even if you don't agree with it it's 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 just a line and also i don't know about jordan's family i don't know if he has one i don't recall him ever mentioning anybody i knew about the cursed but i figured that was just in his family line somewhere but i have i have no idea anara was dressing she did not as well as my uh the last ones you know those two um that i loved from season three that would be dressing to the nines and tees but she definitely looks wonderful and she i do like that about her as a villain like she's a villain like no i'm not gonna play games with you i'm not gonna give you lectures i'm gonna kill you because i have all of this power and you do not and you're a threat to what i am trying to create and i have spent ten thousands of years imagining this day a you're not gonna easily talk me out of it and b i'm not gonna allow anything to come between me and it it is weird to me that more people wouldn't start to rise up against the idea that they have been emotionally manipulated because she went and there was like 30 people i'm like you're one i can understand you putting everyone in containers or something but everybody just cowering someone can a lot of y'all could get out the door and that is mimi's thought on the penultimate episode thoughts did i say it with an s or not an s i'm not sure But we do have and i look forward to your finale feedback as well last and certainly not least we have queen liliana who says uh charmed episode 7 to 12 overview sorry in advance for all the reading that you're about to go through (laughs) don't worry i got my water hey christina i'm back to hopefully join in on experiencing the ending the charmed with you and the other fans There's a lot I want to say about how I feel that the show is ending so suddenly and being blamed on quote-unquote merger, but I know I will get too worked up to properly articulate thoughts or feelings and not to mention it would make you read a long-ass letter. Having looked into who bought the CW and how they wanted to focus on the wholesome content, I don't buy the statements given to why certain shows got the X. But that is my personal company pr bullshit inter <laughs> detector going off it's a shame we won't get more with this team leading and creating the show after how much they managed to recover from the past seasons and one of the main actresses leaving but at least the show is ending with a kick-ass season i really hope that whoever got to work on this season is proud of what they managed and have success in future endeavors i agree i think they really did i think that's what many that have stuck for this fourth season have come around to say like there's definitely things that i'm sure everyone's gonna have differing feelings about but there's no debate that they really tried to turn around and create some of the or recover and uh, recreate some of the magic that brought fans into the show to begin with on to my thoughts on the episodes episode 7 the fake mom and maggie's new x-men power (laughs) i had no strong opinion about this episode it got me to warm up to dev and kayla i am not usually a fan of the fake dating trope but it got me dev was charming and a good sport about getting roped into being a pretend boyfriend after their talk on the bus maggie's power reminded me of rogue from x-men and despite them being able to stop the potion i don't believe the thumb would be reattachable after being half stewed in who knows what for who knows how long but magic i guess episode 8 voodoo dolls and the viewers getting all the character development we wanted with ruby and mel but it's two years too late (laughs) it really really sucks to be reminded that they could have done something like they did for ruby in this episode in the past seasons but they didn't because the past showrunner put all their money on hasty yes i'm still grieving at how unbalanced the focus felt into seasons two and three especially knowing season four is the last season as much as i should have been excited to see mel and roxy be put together in situations that maybe lead to bonding ruby and roxy's interactions were what drew my attention damn they did or damn did they banter hard at each other speaking of ruby and roxy damn did ruby really become the gay friend Mel needed and pushed Mel towards someone who was actually interested in her. I like that trio. Episode 9, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Those were the words I chanted when I saw Ray Rush Dexter. I found the beginning was funny with Ray being over being the overcautious father to Maggie in front of her ex. Mortifying but funny. I'm glad we got to see Maggie get to talk or have a talk with Dexter and Dexter get to settle things with Ray on the family matters both got closure when we got shots of Dev and Kayla being the gross cute couple I was so hoping they had Mel in the back seat because the juxtaposition between Kayla who is caught up in puppy love and Mel who has lost so many partners in three years and got turned down on a proposal and then friend zoned by the same woman a few weeks earlier was just a funny image to me So I was very pleased when Mel was revealed to be in the car alongside Dev and Kayla. I saw some chatter on the day this episode aired about how people were starting to ship Mel and Sunny. And I was lost until I saw this episode, however. I came to my senses by the end. Sunny was too devoted to resurrecting creepy voice entity for me to further entertain the thought gosh am i happy i stopped that train of thought before i went into episode 10 but i digress trunxy's stuffing was in the right place just wrong execution i blame that potion i actually got a bit teary-eyed at Trunksy realizing maggie betrayed them that stuff elephant is one of the best things of this season in my opinion it's so cheesy it's perfect episode 10 the magical world clam jams the charm ones i like these creative titles the girls can't even enjoy a night to themselves and their love interests without things going to shit huh i gotta say that i had heard of the expression let me climb that person in reference to height differences between people but i didn't fully grasp the logistics of it until <laughs> that maggie and jordan kiss (laughs) sarah jeffries jumped half uh like half a foot the stunt shot uh has me uh has left me shot shook jesus i couldn't even finish that because it was i'm getting the image in my head and i just can't i cannot why did you do that to me this episode felt like it was all about developing the supporting characters and I loved it because of that. I gathered Roxy was meant to be Mel's new love interest but I wasn't really feeling them as a couple unlike I had with Mel and Nico slash Jada slash Abby but this episode got me being okay with them should they end as a couple. I say should they because apparently Joey Falco stated Nico was meant to come back as that person Ray knew that was a cop. Yeah Trevor told me all about that i don't know but i will cry about the lost season five sometime later i know i am kind of getting a little salty about the lost season five i know mimi brought up the fact that they could i heard um because i was watching netflix it did say season four was coming to netflix so it could be newly produced shows i don't know but you said all americans all all already already on there i'm not sure but i know in Netflix saying what's coming in June, it said Charm Season 4. So we'll see. But I don't think that they're going to develop a season 5. I don't, I just don't think so. <laughs> it already was like it was a surprise season 2, uh, got comfortable season 3 and not shocked season 4. Do I even need to say wait, did I skip a whole shit ton? Yes who would have guessed that the bouncer from the magical club was roxy roxy's and her ex adopted son that was a good twist to that story do i even need to say how sad devs ending was dude gave up his life trying to prove kayla he could be counted on when push came to shove only the shove in this case she didn't add that this case involved in a reasonable cat lady and her freaky claws kayla using devs blood to draw felt so powerful and raw i guess everybody liked that scene 10 times more than i did the teapot gift from dev was the cherry on the melting sunday It looks like a lot of people shipped them more than i did the white lighter blockbuster was cool episode 11 shit hit, <laughs> shit hits the fan hooray we got jordan donica singing he's actually been caught cast in a broadway show because mimi sent me a clip of it so he stayed working his voice is so nice and hearing him sing on the show has been a treasure Harry deals with magic, but can't believe in the multiverse theory or that other worlds have their own charmed ones. The VHS store format in 2022 was probably the deal breaker for him. (laughs) I want to enjoy the Mel and Roxy stuff, but it feels unearned and rushed. Like the Ruby stuff in season three, it sucks because it feels like this wouldn't have been a problem if Abigail's character was able to be brought back seeing as the development felt less rushed and on par to the straight relationships but i also realized that was not a possibility it just sort of sucks to think about it i agree another nitpick about the roxy and mel plot this episode is mel choosing a relationship over possibly preventing the end of the world but she did tell maggie maggie to text or call if it was an actual serious end of the world situation or issue I did end up enjoying Roxy explaining the origin of the tiny band and Mel and Roxy trying to protect each other. I really feel whiplash with these two or those two, despite wanting to enjoy the representation they give. Kayla being sabotaged by a 10,000 year old witch made me laugh more than it should have. Ishana stealing her, I think I called her a Nora last time ashana stealing her tools using the comfort dish kayla's mother made was such a dirty move why did maggie think a normal rope would be enough to enough of security measure didn't her two dads <laughs> how you gonna make me laugh didn't her two dads weeks ago explain being practical when horror movie tropes pop up i'm glad they brought back chloe since she's been full of comedic relief when she pops up creeping out the free samples lady at safe space the references and being a trooper of a third wheel to maggie and jordan who would have guessed that she would endure so much loss this season i was really shocked when they killed off her second sister the writers chose violence i really wanted to take my time and try to articulate this next observation but it's late and i'm getting tired but i'm going to try At times, watching the season and the meta commentary about cancel culture and online discourse has left a bad aftertaste to me because I do like talking about things and I feel like people warp the intent behind cancel culture to always mean a bad thing, especially if people feel targeted. Despite that sour feeling, watching this episode and seeing the whole plot of the unseen come together made me thankful that these showrunners and writers have tackled this subject matter. People being casually radicalized is a real issue we have seen a fair amount of in these last few years, yet I can't really recall many movies or TV shows managing to address it in a nuanced manner where one side is automatically right and one is wrong. The Charmed Ones aren't as horrible as the people radicalized say they are, but they have messed up and it's not just a good or bad issue and I enjoy that. I've said it in the past, but the nuance the show has compared to the original is very refreshing. Episode 11. I thought you did a good job articulating that. Every person who worked on this episode came to collect our tears. (laughs) I binge watched the episodes on Saturday. So by the time I got to this episode, I was wired on my emotions. And even tonight, I'm tearing up thinking about it. It's probably the best episode of the whole series, if at least this season as someone who has diabetes in their family the thought that harry lived off chocolate and popcorn for eight plus months is a nightmare i thought dev was going to be brought back to life but nope it was harry who saw who we saw in the kitchen thank you for clearing that up because clearly i missed it but it still gets to my other issue of don't let her break down like that (laughs) come around the corner i wish i was a chipper i wish i was as chipper as maggie was in that montage during the start of the episode the music remains amazing on this show i loved how color- colorful everything was in that opening sequence i am going to agree to disagree on the music choice i didn't like it but yeah i didn't have any issue with the dancing montage like i said me and trevor was still in the petty corner from last episode side eyeing the girls finding out i also agree about the color i thought the killer was really nice in this episode the girls finding out what happened to the humans made me feel like this was meta commentary about how people's opinions on how things should be aren't always correct even if they themselves are coming from a minority group slash marginalized group that all people have to be considered if we are going to attempt thinking of quote-unquote better world i agree and that's a nice take on that on a lesser scale i felt some sort of meta commentary on how people's opinions on what this series could be or could be focused on uh but ultimately focusing on what that person or group or people think the show should be means something else gets cut out and neglected that's that's true as well i think that's a big thing going on is people's expectations versus you know you are watching the creative process project and i was just having this conversation with mimi shy and salsa offline about the energy that goes into these projects like it's so so easy so fucking easy to bid on the sidelines me anyone else quite frankly and we're allowed to have our opinions there's nothing wrong with that but we also we can focus primarily on our own biased opinions without fully understanding we, we're only seeing ever and we only can see maybe 10 to 15 percent of the process the other eighty-five percent is all behind the scenes and we're not going to be privy to but if you think this shit is easy like it's just so uncomplicated that is where i think people kind of get lost a little bit in their own expectations and not knowing how to to 3d those out come a little bit out of yourself and and try to navigate based on a much higher aspect ratio one being you're not the only people watching it there's a whole variety of fans and they all are not on social media a great deal of them are not on social media twitter talking about the episode They're, they're they're not there so we do have the tendency just like well, we make all these comments like we're speaking on behalf of everyone or some people can speak on behalf of everyone um and it's simply not true and then you have to also realize it's someone else's prize someone else's dream someone else's idea someone else's creative writing um and they even if it doesn't meet your expectation that's fine but you also can't shat on it just for not meeting your expectation (laughs) uh there's there's more that goes into a show just more than just am i if you don't enjoy it i get it that's allowed don't watch the fucking show but to to sit and, and continue to fester in that resentment that's where i think people really start to lose sight of of uh What it is that these people, you know, showrunners, writers, uh, directors, producers, executive producers, you know, set designers, so on and so forth. We, We only caveat in that small little corner that we think that we have some control over where there is a lot more control that is going on. And it just, it depends, man it really does there's some some networks give you complete completely you know open license to do what they want with their product and some don't some are like you know what i don't like this this is not the this is not what our people are watching you know all i'm saying i want to go too deep into the rabbit hole on it is that there should be an appreciation even in the shittiest of episodes that i don't like i at least there is there is a Whatever my complaints are, I, I explain the complaint, I explain why the complaint, and then I try to come up with a solution on how it could have been better, but I understand or I try to make an attempt to see why they chose in that direction. Um, sometimes things just don't work, like last week it didn't, the, the, the what did you call it? Chloe, didn't work for me, but that's based on my personal experience, and, and then you see other two other people loved Chloe, so... I also think people are really too into jumping on bandwagons and they don't have their own personal opinions but they like to be a part of the popular crowd or whatever they think the popular crowd is but that is also a whole other uh, <laughs> whole other thing but I like that you brought that up because that is a huge thing that's going around as well. I'm not sure she continues or I am not too sure on that since Past me only wrote meta commentary on people's opinion about the show, and I'm too tired to decrypt my past self notes. Also, got Jordan Danica is great at expression, so there's that. And we're not perfect. We're not infallible, too. I, I do that. I'll, I have to check myself, but it's not sometimes something you check and then all of a sudden you got it. You're good. I'm never gonna make that mistake again. They know. I sometimes I, I talk out of my ass. Sometimes I'm incorrect. Sometimes my opinion in 10 years may be different than the opinion I had today. That is also people are we're meant to be flexible human beings. And the things that matter, that's that the things that truly matter, that's where we need to come uh together on. This petty shit that doesn't matter is what we seem to really be focused on the divide between us. She continues, what I do know is that watching everyone die on or one by one was heartbreaking and i cried at the end when kayla and maggie told each other that they loved another as they held hands and got killed because the right that brings it home too, where it's like all this bullshit and then we did that cliffhanger is haunting me and it's a neat surprise to realize that the question of where is Josefina was foreshadowing to the last episode i totally agree on that one that was a, a very smart move i'm both ready and not ready for the finale but this last episode leaves me feeling like we will get a decent enough ending so until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic that was our girl liliana i am looking forward to all of this feedback and more coming my way for the finale of this show i know you're out there i know you've been watching (laughs) i know you even might even be a hate watchin Send that feedback to BlackerCouch at gmail.com. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and Blacker Magic.